You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts, L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, Teach? Dude, I'm good. Uh, have you been anywhere since the last time we did a podcast? Well, um, I don't think so, but... You That's got to be the first time it is, it is. ever. But I am going to I'm going to uh, Germany next week, or in a, in a couple weeks, actually. Of course. Too. Of course you are. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Amsterdam, my favorite, one of my favorite cities in the world, too. You know? Oh, yeah, me too. Mr. Globetrotter over here. Well, um, dude, I'm stoked. We have got uh, one of the most interesting... Guests we've had so far, as far as mediums and oh yeah, we're really excited. Well. I'm super excited. London K, welcome hey everyone. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you for, for having me. Thank you for making it out here to the uh, temporary West Side Encino studio. Yeah, normally we have a um, another office studio in San Gabriel Valley, basically, but we try to you know all the LA guests who are from this area, we don't want to make them drive all the way there. So yes, I see, love well. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, where are you from? I'm from LA. So local, very close by. You've been spoiled all your life, this wonderful weather and everything. It's the greatest. I never knew how good it was until I left for a bit. What, uh, what part of LA did you grow up? I grew up, I was born in Malibu, so <laughs> love the beach. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, That's then awesome. Valley girl for, for a few years after that. Okay, so then you, you started here. Um, and then where did you go from anywhere from here? Yeah, I went to college. I went to NYU. Oh, okay, wait a second, wait a second. Where did you go to, like, uh, high school? Oh, I went to Agora High. Mm, okay. Shout out, Agora. There you go. What's your mascot? <laughs> I'm curious. Chargers. The Chargers, oh, okay. Yes. Is that, like, for credit cards or? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the football team, you know, I'm like, Chargers. That's like your LA, LA Chargers now. It's you old know, man yeah. humor. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, I'll say, so from Agora Hills High School, where'd you go? From there, I went to NYU. I grew up dancing my whole life, so I got a scholarship for ballet. How can Whoa, you say wow. no? Wow. So. And you're multi-talented then, right? <laughs> I mean, you're... My wife would love you, too. She's, uh, she did a film about, uh, about dancing called The Beautiful Now. Oh, um, I would love her. It's actually, there's a poster right over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe she uh, could use your help in the, in the future. She's a writer and director and has some, some stuff coming up, so... Um, but so when did uh, I'm curious when did uh, the art when did you start doing any like, your first artwork what kind of artwork did you do uh, I guess I, they kind of go hand in hand I started crocheting everything I make now is all made of yarn so wait when you're okay so the first thing you ever did like you didn't do like finger painting or, or like you started with crochet. Well, you got to think about this. Dance is kind of like an art, right? You know, you know what I mean. It's like an no, no, expressive no, no. I mean, okay, form, no, right? No, no, but usually, usually, uh, you know, there's some kind of beginning in art with like everyone, almost everyone starts with watercolors by mistake because it's like the, the toughest medium yeah. out there to, to master, by the way. <laughs> but um, you know, pencil and you know, some kind of pastels or something like that. But straight to yarn. So okay, well, how old were you when you first started knitting or? or Crocheting. They're very similar. Uh, knitting, you have two needles, and a crochet, you just have one hook. So I just learned something. Yeah. Um, but I started crocheting when I was 13, and a friend's mom taught me just one afternoon, and I started making scarves for girls at my dance studio. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, we would do the Nutcracker every year, so I'd have a little booth. What was Where? your character in the Nutcracker? Oh, everyone, every yeah, single, thing. every single thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. I even had a dance to paint it black. Know what she started, huh? <laughs> Little did your friend's mom know what she started there. I mean, that's no. This is interesting though, because like you know, you don't honestly. There's not too many people who like uh, continue in their, uh, you know, that do yarn bombing, man. I mean, well, we have okay, called you know the yarn what? bombing I, it actually, right? Um, what was that about five, the six, crocheting guys, six okay. or seven years ago? Um, and I remember Greg Linton did a. Uh, article actually a few articles in Merrill's and Fairfax uh, blog about there was a yarn bomber mm -hmm. but what they were doing was they would go on a chain link fence with the with the yarn yeah and use it as like a grid to wrap around to mm. make the letters yeah 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 this is so it would still be a, a, a throwy but made out of yarn yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's what I thought you were talking about when I when I first heard of, of the yarn bombing. So I was like, oh, wow, now the yarn bomber. But then I went and I looked at her work, and oh, my God, man. 
so so much more creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's not just uh, we're just like weaving stuff here. I mean, no. Like, but but no, no, but no. hold on. I want to. I kind of want to go back to when you're 13, right? You said your your uh, your friend's mom taught you, right? Is this? I'm just saying. Normally, that, was she like a grandma? Like kind of like I'm just saying, older lady, or is this like normally it's an older lady? Uh, hobby <laughs> which would just you, you know what I mean right so she was like a mom's age okay, of an, okay. my friend's mom so sure, normal sure. age she was from Australia her name's Carolyn her daughters are still some of my best friends really? so she's okay. well up to date on how oh, she major like, shout out to this lady yeah <laughs> how she's affected things but um the guy you're talking about I think is hot tea He's a, yes. Yeah. Wow. Of course you know. Look at that. Yeah. See the yarn world is very small, and the he's definitely <laughs> one of the founding fathers of uh, yarn street art. For sure. Hot. Oh. See, look, I, I love it because I was like, you know what? I was gonna uh, see. If, I was gonna see her expression and see if she knew what uh, who we were talking about, and also what Melrose and Fairfax was. You know what I mean? Because it's been quite a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and you know, Blogspot.com isn't really like popping as much anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but you know, she knows her history, man. That's awesome, man. I love that. That's, that's good to know. Okay, so I mean, you went to NYU, right? And did you, uh, you danced there mainly, right? I'm assuming, were you doing any street art or uh, anything else there? I was not. I would always just crochet for fun. Like, okay. it was the one thing that kind of like calmed me down. Mm. Um, I got an injury before going to college and like crocheting's all I did. Like, because I had to sit still for a bit. So it yeah. kind of like took Ooh. over. Um, for the, the year that I couldn't dance. And then... I'm guessing it wasn't hand injury, right? It was, no, <laughs> no. It, it was a right. leg injury from you, dancing. You right? definitely it sound like a busybody. Like, you always got to be doing something. I just loved, like, especially as a kid, like, jumping, running, gymnastics, yeah, all the things. I can relate, so, yes. yeah. So to okay. have to sit still. Right. It was crazy. But crocheting, it was so fun. So I would just make scarves. I sold so many scarves. I bought my car at 16 with scarf money. Wow. What? So I really love to crochet. Wow. Okay. I mean, can yeah. you uh, estimate a just a rough <laughs> estimate of about how many scarves? Oh, my gosh. Like, I want to say a thousand, but probably not. Uh, yeah. Hundreds. Close, close to a thousand, I'd say. Wow. I mean, I got, they were pretty popular. <laughs> <laughs> well, of everyone course, yeah. School are. had one. Everyone at dance, all the local shops had them. So, um, wait, I mean, were you like you're basically your own manufacturing factory? I mean, you're just cranking these out. Wait, while wait, you're I got going a question. I got a question about the. Okay, so <laughs> did you have a specific design that you had on the scarves, or uh, certain colors that you worked with, or? There were, yeah, of course. Um, I had a little book, were, and people sold. got to custom pick them if they wanted, ah. which was super fun. The name of the business at the beginning was Charming Scarf, so they all look like a little charm. I see. Um, but then I just make them, and it would take me like 15 minutes to make a scarf. I could like knock minutes? them out. Yeah. How about it? how big is that, roughly? I still to this day, I use a super big crochet hook and really chunky yarn, so it makes everything go much faster. I'm not like a grandmother sitting there like the with tiny the little teeny yarn. Oh, see, that's what I'm imagining. 16th of an inch. I don't have time for that. <laughs> So, but I mean, a scarf is what about like six or eight inches wide by like a thirty. Yeah, maybe uh, five feet long and six inches wide. Wow, and you do that in fifteen minutes. Yeah, I'd, I'd almost be done with a scarf by now. <laughs> wow, that is uh, that's some serious skill. Can I see your Thank hands? You. Wow, they look yeah. very feminine still. You know what oh, I mean? I, I feel like <laughs> you know you put that the much wrists, work there. The wrists are muscular though. Really? Look at the forearms. Wow. I was just traveling. She's like Popeye. No, I'm kidding. She's, no, she doesn't have big Popeye arms. No, she's really gorgeous. Don't listen to teacher yeah, at all. Yeah, <laughs> no, that is, she does not have arms like Popeye. <laughs> no. We're putting a horrible, just an audio. Okay, no, she's definitely easy on the eyes, okay? I'm not going to kid you about that, all right? But, uh, no, the, I, I shouldn't say they're big. They're very well formed. Like, you can tell her um, definitely, definitely strong hands. They are. You ever arm wrestle? No. I'm sorry, dude. I, every once in a while, I go down the rabbit hole of watching arm wrestling uh, on YouTube. You ever I've watch never these done guys? That. It's it's amazing. It's well, it's one of those things that's kind of catchy because it's it's a sport that everybody can do mostly. You know? Yeah, yeah. What, what kind of characters are there in these? I, I'm just, I've never seen it before either, so I'm just curious. Like, what kind of guy? Is it okay, like one guy that sticks out to mind. His name's Devin Larratt. Okay, okay. this guy. Um, he just looks like a cowboy, and he's kind of slender a little bit, but he's got like these arms that um, are slender, long, but they have these the um, tendons are what is really kind of different. 
and the dude just he'll sit there and he'll arm wrestle and just drain the power out of a guy with arms twice his size you know and then he'll we're gonna pull it up right now just so 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 we can see because uh i'm just saying like all right so uh, hold on i've never seen an arm wait which guy is uh which guy is your man right here is Devin? oh he's right there on the right he's He's right right on the right right. (laughs) look how big the other guy is and he'll just sit there and hold him He's like, no, you're not going anywhere. This is so ridiculous. I I I could see you actually doing this. You've already got the strong (laughs) arms. You know what I mean? No, I love it because these guys would not be good at any other. So much technique is involved because you'll sit there and you'll watch somebody that has huge arms. Like the mountain uh, Thor uh, arm wrestled uh, Devin Larratt and just could not put him down. Just could not. Just Devin just sat there and held his arm. It was just like he wasn't even trying. And then he just went boop and put him right down. These guys don't look like they'd be good at any other composition except for <laughs> arm wrestling. Well, you know, powerlifting. You know? Oh, okay, they're, they're okay, good powerlifters, power uh, right, bodybuilders, right, right. some of them. But um, the guys Punchy that are most man. successful uh, look like, you know, they're like, okay, you're a big muscular guy, but you don't look like you'd be a, a, a bodybuilder because you don't have, like, everything's all tuned up and everything. And you get straight cash, like, right yeah. there, huh? Oh, That's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. World, <laughs> World uh, Arm Wrestling League, WAL. Shout out to these guys, man, because it's... Uh, I don't have, yeah. We, yeah, we get into a lot of random topics. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering saying. how many rounds they go. It depends. It okay. depends. Some of, sometimes it's just one. Like whoever, but you know, it's just the one thing. Sometimes it's best out of three. But the most I've seen was um, what are they best doing out right? of seven. <laughs> so what's going on? They're funny. You, you guys gotta pull this up. This is like some funny shit right here. You know well, what I dude, mean? Dude, it's it's all posturing. You know, some of these guys like they'll. This they'll, almost looks like a joke. Yeah. You know? Oh, but dude, good luck with it, man. And the funny thing is, you'll you'll have a guy that'll look like he has the smallest arm, you know, and the other guy's got a big arm. You're going, oh, he's going to. No, you're he's right. Trash his, his arm doesn't look like that big though. No. But, um, but you know what? He's flexing it. It's pretty big, man. It's pretty big. But it, it's it, it all has to do with the, the tendons and the technique, you know. I mean, a lot of you know, muscle and, and size has a, a bit to do with it. But you know, the the tendons and the technique is is what it all comes down to. I gotta leave it to you, Teach. Today we have a beautiful artist here, and you know, I brought a, it to a, our a female, wrestling. yeah, a female artist, <laughs> and you brought it to uh, a knucklehead. Dude, we're trying to show wrestling. off power, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, look how strong I am. Look how strong this guy is. You know? I mean, we're supposed to be talking Should about. You guys arm wrestle? No, yes, that's what I was gonna you suggest. Know you know, James, come on, let's go for it. I bet you. You know what? We we can make a video. That's fine. I mean, I probably lose, but right now because of the mic situation, it's oh, just I've gonna be practicing. a bunch of noise. You I've been practicing. Pra- pra- how you been practicing, man? Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I, I go up against the, uh, you know, like a wall or something like I that. I see. But, uh, but anyways, so we have, you know, I just want to talk about street art for a second, because this is a street art podcast <laughs> normally. I'm you know, sorry, We, we just... do get a little bit sidetracked, but, you know. Uh, we talk about MMA. We t- you know, we have, like, I'm a DJ, so uh, I have, like, uh, a lot of musician friends that come on, too. And then um, my little yeah, sis. What kind of music uh, did you grow up listening yeah. to? Probably like the Beatles are our oh, first go. Oh, you just made two new friends right oh. there. I'm telling you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> today Vince is our producer, and um, we actually recently went to Liverpool. Actually, yeah, I actually went to uh, Amsterdam and hung out with Vincent, and uh, that was the greatest time as well, man. Um, <laughs> I uh, he is such a fan that he commissioned me to do a stencil, very special stencil, of uh, John Lennon, and uh, what is that? What was it called? The, the name of the picture was it like the uh, watering the hat watering the hat yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, and so he's it's um, he's over this it looks like he's watering some weeds and it's actually the weeds is is part of a hat and this girl is wearing the hat I would and love to see it's is one of the most intricate stencils I've ever cut I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right yeah. now just, just give me an idea I'm not gonna let you just have a visual description but go ahead and talk about it while I'm I'm pulling it up. This is just how big of a fan these guys. But no, we went to so we went to uh, Liverpool, and it was honestly like, if you're a Beatles fan, man, it's like fucking Disneyland for a uh, Beatles fan. Like seriously, everything, like all the streets, and you know what I mean. Like everything has to do with the Beatles. Um, and uh, we just spent like four days there, I think. You know, three four days there, and it, honestly, it was just like an amazing experience for a Beatles fan. You, you know. Um, but yeah, what are what are your favorite Beatles songs? Just curious, like do you, short hair Beatles song. <laughs> uh, let it be. Okay, uh, okay, that's a long hair Beatles song, I'm but I'll walrus. I'll give it to you. I'm the wall. Okay, awesome. She came in through the bathroom window. There you go. A lot of Something a lot of longer hair moves. Beatles songs. I see. Yeah, beautiful, awesome. Abbey Road is wonderful. Maybe there you it's go. too cliche. No, no, no. Okay, so I pulled up the stencil. This is a an actual stencil that Teach did. 
You know what I mean? Look how intricate wow. all those like little uh, leaves. <laughs> <That is laughs> you so know what I mean? Before I did that uh, stencil, uh, we had these uh, flower beds out in front of the house, and there was a ton of weeds that was come up through there. And so before I cut that stencil, I spent four hours taking my time going in and weeding, being careful because the, the flower stems were kind of delicate and the weeds were really strong, so I was having to be really careful and delicate. So after I finished that, my concentration level was like through the roof. And so to be able to, to sit down and do that stencil was a lot easier than normal. But um, so the Beatles, anything, what's other music? On? What, about pop, what about modern music? Are you like a Drake person? <laughs> just curious. I mean, you know, I love Drake, you know, I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, modern-wise, I'm so cliche. Like, like Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Yeah, I knew Taylor it. Swift album. <laughs> She's a beautiful, talented lady, man. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. She's got a good voice. What can I say? You're right. But you I, know, I enjoy great all, songs to get much all types ups. of music. Yeah. But, she, but she, you know what? She has good taste because she has, she loves the Beatles. I always say, you, you know, I mean, if you don't love the Beatles, go fuck yourself. Like seriously, that's what I always feel, man. But you know, I understand. Any type of odd music that you like? Well, do you I, go to EDM festivals? No, I no, don't do it's that. It's too crazy for yeah, you, right? Yeah, too crazy. That's what I imagine. What's I said cool? odd music, not you know, <laughs> odd like weird music, like quirky. Um, I like listening to classical music, mm. like on a whim if I'm flipping through a radio and don't know what sure, to find sure. I'll like go there just because mm -hmm. I do think it helps me focus on things mm -hmm. and it's always peaceful and lovely but I don't think it's that weird no I mean you know what like it fits it's though, all about you know your spectrum I mean? you know you right. figure out what your spectrum brings you know, your balance to you and everything so I want to talk to just a little bit about um, some of her pieces man because like one of my I, I was looking at just through your um, you have a large body of work, actually, because, I mean, even doing I'm it. I'm curious, what was the first piece that you actually did on the street is like, you know what, I'm going to do this as a street piece? I uh, took a scarf I had made, obviously, because that's all I made, um, and wrapped it around a tree outside of my house in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, just to, like, cover the stem. And I assumed it would come down, and uh, it didn't, so I kept doing it. That's awesome. Yeah, I've actually seen a few of those. Yeah, that's probably the most popular or traditional yarn bombing. Well, I saw, like, you know, she does some really cool stuff. Like, I saw these band-aids that you crocheted, and I yeah, was just yeah. like, that's so cool, man. Like, oh, um, that's a clever idea. I'm, I'm going to pull it up for you to, to take a look at, Teach. But, you know, I mean, was like, what inspired you to do that? Were you just like, hey, man, the city, this is what I imagine. I imagine you're one day you're sitting there thinking about ideas, and you're just like, man, this city needs some love. We need to heal it a little bit. And then you made some band-aids. I'm <laughs> just curious. Uh, yeah, like New York is so inspiring. I'd say just walking around, seeing the street, and like the sidewalks are always cracked. And I was like, oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's a very uplifting too. That's the thing, you, you, you know. And she has this other piece, man. Like, I love this because she uses the environment um, along. Oh, I know. Yeah, there was one I saw that looked like it was water coming. There, there you go. go. Exactly. There you like, go, man. Have like you know. Yeah. Um, it's also the colors. Um, are really vivid. The yarn uh, gives you that, uh, you know, gives you that ability because you can get yarn as amazing colors. So, um, colors, you, textures, like so many different ways to kind of incorporate different, you know, feels just without paint. I guess if you're painting with yarn and stuff. Sure. Let me ask you, um, what's the, how do you feel the difference between like the New York scene and the LA scene? I mean, because um, they're both different, definitely. Um, Mecca's for def defining street art of America, right? Kind of experiences, even. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. What I usually say is, in New York, people take pictures of my art. Here, they take pictures with my art. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, I never, maybe. No, California, that's, the universal that's, selfie state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's no, no, that's really interesting, actually. It's true. No, I see all these Very true. I see these characters, too, that you do. Um, do they have names? Uh, maybe like Lola, I guess. It okay. was like my name in my Spanish class. Oh, that's Cynthia from Rugrats. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It does look like Cynthia from Rugrats. I didn't think about it for a second, but yeah, yeah. no, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one actually, somebody, I think if you swipe over, if you can on the computer, somebody burnt her face. Oh. And that was like, my work's only been burnt a couple times, but that one was like a weird form of oh, right destruction. Here, right here. Yeah. Oh, man, man, no, it's so weird because you know what? Like, there's always gonna be. That, yeah, it's though. fine. I don't mind. Anytime you do anything that's great and you're reaching a lot of people, be prepared. Got to have the thick skin because it's gonna come at you like stupid. 
Do yarn bombers beef or is it a peaceful community? Oh. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Make a noose me. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Like, what's, what's the initiation? <laughs> uh, it's, there's not as many yarn bombers, sure. so I would say everybody kind of knows okay. one another. Would you say there's like but, 50 out there or no? Oh, so many more now. Like okay. when I started okay. doing it, like I was one of the very few people that. Sure, like a handful, it. basically. And right. now there's well over hundreds okay. all over the world. Good. People are Good. doing it. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool to see. So there's beef. I mean, that's so it's funny. It's so funny, <laughs> right? Dude, anytime you get an artist, you know that are it's that so are funny, you know, working in the same medium, doing anything anywhere near the same, you're gonna have some kind of, and then especially if it's going up in the streets, yeah, you know, vandal so level of, of of anger, you yeah, know, yeah, you're competing yeah. with, yeah. There's always gonna be some kind of. You beef. know what? That's interesting because um, you said that at the beginning. I don't think there was as much beef, right? At the, when you first started off, right? No, not at so that's all. That's what I'm saying because we had Flex on, who is a tape artist, right? And I showed you a little bit of his art, basically. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, there, it's very small the tape community right now. They all do like murals and stuff like that together." That's how I imagine like how yarn bombing started off, you know. I mean, and now two thousand fast forward two thousand nineteen, you have some guy setting <laughs> setting Cynthia from Rugrats on fire. <laughs> You're in my hood. I'm going to burn your... I mean, do you think it's other... I'm just curious. Like, if you suspect, do you think it's other yarn bombers or do you think it's just one, a tagger? Because I'm always curious. I never thought it was another yarn bomber. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I thought I thought there was like... I thought that was the way you beef with each other. You know, you said... You said set it on fire. Usually the pieces just get taken. Like, I'd say on average they stay up for like two weeks. Because I just tie it up with little bits of yarn, so... People can take them pretty quickly. It's not like, so everything I make, again, like the huge crochet hook, not spending too much time on anything is necessary because it's not going to be up for very long. That's smart. Now she yeah. just she just got back from a trip, right? You I said, did. Okay. And um, where did you go? I went to uh, Tokyo, Taipei, and the Philippines. Wow. Nice. Okay. Okay. Oh, so you came back. Yesterday. <laughs> Are you jet lagged right now? Yes, very. <laughs> you need some coffee. <laughs> but um, no, no, I'm, oh, this is the last first time in Asia. No, it wasn't. Okay, but first time in those countries. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, it was. Um, now I've been to, I haven't been to the Philippines. Okay, but uh, I've been to Japan, Taiwan. I've been around the Philippines. Okay, so I know the vibe. Southeastern Asia, it's a vibe. You know what I mean? How long uh, were you there? Yeah. Uh, three weeks. Wow. <laughs> That's a long Tokyo time. Tokyo so cool. Okay. It was like How so long different were you in Tokyo? New York. Only four days. We were supposed to go to Hong Kong. Did you go to Kyoto protest. too? No, we you didn't just. Have time. Okay. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. But Kyoto is kind of like the, like the other, twins. I mean, it's the other mega city next to Tokyo, but it's just like it's so big that. Um, well, let me ask you: Is did you did you try a lot of cool Japanese food? Yes. Anything crazy? No, I'm. <laughs> I hate saying I'm a pescatarian, but okay, I eat fish. Okay. I was raised like that, so okay, I never okay. tried meat. Okay. Oh, um, you never tried meat before? No. Really good thing. I was a vegetarian before it was cool, and um, <laughs> so I don't get to try all the crazy things. She's but. a trendsetter, man. You, you know what I mean? So it's like she's doing things just because of the purpose. But anyways, yeah, so yeah. Uh, Japan, you, you ate a lot of fish, I'm assuming, yes. right? Oh, my okay. gosh. Tuna at like 6 a.m. with a cup of miso soup and a hot tea. Nice, nice. So did you have? Did you go with a, a guide? Uh, no, just so, two of my friends. And they speak Japanese at all? Nope. Wow, and it was okay? We were all right. We had our nice. phones these days. Oh, the phones. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. You okay. <clears throat> You're not lost in translation not like Bill Murray anymore. anymore. We did go to that hotel, though. Okay. The I was gonna, what? Nice, nice, nice. So, nice. So let me there ask you, you what else did you do? Did you do any yarn bombing? In... I was just going to say, you mean... What did you I do? crocheted a Hello Kitty. Mm, um, nice. It's small because it's hard to travel with yarn. Like we don't. Didn't <laughs> yeah, have... I, I can't imagine. Oh, no. <laughs> Real quick, just uh, do you have like bales? <laughs> Not bales. Like the what are those? Skeins. Skeins. See, there's a. I knew I there was a term. Another I knew there was a yeah. Knitting and crocheting in skeins. Do you have like a suitcase just for your skeins? I wish. Oh. Um, but. No, I usually, like, I'll bring a stash with me, like, a few balls of yarn to get me going. She stuffs them in socks and stuff like that. <laughs> and <laughs> then, <laughs> like, I went to a yarn store in mm, Tokyo. Sure. I went where we were in Taipei. I, I Do you bring your own needles? Or? Yes. Oh, okay. Can you, you have, those? like, a special case for them or something, or is it... No, I have a little zipper bag, though. Yeah. I mean, just curious. Do they let you on a plane with those? Yes, and I have, like, super sneaky scissors, so... Oh, interesting. I get on with those too. 
Except in the Philippines, they wouldn't let me take the yarn in my carry-on because they said I could choke people. He made me take it out. And then I was like, what about my phone charger? What about my computer oh charger? Oh, He's like, no, computer. you're going to need those. Like, All right, what about the yarn? That makes a lot of sense. That's oh my never God. happened So let me before. ask you, what is the yarn? Do you have a specific type of yarn that you like to use or... I use all Lion Brand yarn. They sponsor me. Lion so, Brand. Okay. Yeah. Is it like, what type of fiber is it? Just curious. Or are there many different types, basically? All different types. But for yarn bombing, which, like, I mean, I use acrylic yarn because it's, like, good yeah. in the weather. I was I was basically getting to that. <laughs> I was yeah. just getting right on top of it. Yes. Just letting you know, um, this podcast is sponsored by a company that makes acrylic, basically. Oh, <laughs> All wonderful. sorts of types, basically. So I, I, that's one of the things. They probably supply your uh, company that makes your yarn with the acrylic. <laughs> That well, would it's a different process, it. but yeah, you know, you know um, but no, okay, so let's talk a little bit about Taipei. I actually lived there for seven months before. I lived right across from um, the uh, uh, um, Chiang Kai-shek. Uh, it's one of the uh, big buildings, memorial halls, basically, you know, all the Chinese, Taiwan people exercise outside, right, you know, around there. How did you like Taiwan compared to Japan? I mean, there's a lot of Japanese influence in Taiwan too, right? Yeah. So one of my best friends lives in Taipei right now. So okay. it, we did have a guide there. Sure. And he mentioned that, let me see if I get this right. If like China and Japan had a baby and it was raised by Japan, that would be Taiwan. Mm, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting, uh, <laughs> that's definitely an interesting w way to uh, view it. Is he Taiwanese? No, but his is husband is. So okay, there. okay, well, there you go. You know, first yeah. of all, Taiwan is the first country in Asia to um, make gay marriage legal. How crazy is that? Recently, too. Recently, like in the past year. How the... <coughs> how the hell did that happen? <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting because the people in... Ta Taiwan's like a really interesting... What do you know about Taiwan, Teach? I just want to... I'm just curious, you know? Not much, dude. Not much, okay. Not much. People get like Taiwan and Thailand like confused. That's, like, the, that's are you exactly one of those guys? about uh, no, the, the only other thing kidding. I know about it, really, to be honest with you, is that I've actually confused it with, with each other. That it's not Thailand. That basically, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this straight. Okay. Okay, so basically, um, so my parents, they were actually born in Taiwan as well, but my grandparents were born in China. See, Taiwan's like one of these islands that has always, throughout history, has been controlled by either... Japan or China or during hard times and they're just by themselves like there's no government there basically you, you know throughout history basically it's because it's a very small island you know it's the size like of a bastard stepchild or something yeah no you're right and then, so basically um, when China they overthrew the uh, emperors and things like that right John Kai-shek he's the uh, uh, founding he's like the George Washington of China basically and you know he had the uh, nationalist party which is more democratic system okay you know and then there was Mao, Mao Zedong, who everybody knows about, who yeah. was the, the mm -hmm. communist, basically. So during World War II, um, you know, they both fought the Jap both parties fought the Japanese, and then they kicked them out, basically. And then they started fighting internally in, within China. And then so basically the communists won that war, and all the people who were in the, uh, Demo in the nationalist party, they fled to Taiwan. Some people uh, fled, you know, after that, some people fled to Hong Kong, some people fled to different areas, but basically China became communist. So Taiwan's kind of like this weird place where they, since, ever since I think 1947 or something like that, they've had their own government. But technically, everything's still, because at any point in time, when my parents grew up in, uh, in Taiwan, they were like, any point in time, Chinese co uh, can come over and... Uh, it's like a halfway house. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, so it's a different system. Hey, you know what? When things are good, we'll uh, we'll take uh, we'll take over. You know, yeah. and when it's shitty, you gotta go. Well, and the thing about this, and then so there's also been a history of people that actually lived there. So all these people that fled from China over, um, all of a sudden they kind of just took over the country. You, you know what I mean? Now there's Taiwanese people, there's Chinese people, and then there's uh, Chinese people that moved that fled from China to Taiwan, right? And then there's the whole thing that Japanese used to Good control. Good God, this I, get area. You, I bet you got to be careful who you call who or what over there. You're right. You're you right. Talk about being racist or something. You're like, what do you? I called you. You're Chinese? No, you're Taiwanese. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I God. mean, people, people get you know. So like, I'd be screwed over there, man. So let me. So now that I kind of gone through this lengthy, boring explanation, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to ask you. So how was it different than Japan? 
Uh, as a Westerner, I felt way more accepted, I would say. Ooh, okay. Like, if I, like, walking down the streets and stuff, people weren't, like... Nobody's taking pictures of you, right? Yeah, like, we, we felt, like, more Peaceful. accepted. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, because straight up, when you're in Japan, when you're in Japan or China... And you'll, you'll see when I take when I take you to Shanghai, you're you're a tall Caucasian man. <laughs> yes, I am. They're just like we need to take a picture with this guy. We need, to, <laughs> you know. What I mean, it's not because you're even though I'm not even like some kind of celebrity. Well, first of all, you are stars. a celebrity because you're you're in the area and everybody's Chinese and you're tall. Not, and, I'm a minority, <laughs> basically. Yeah, so they're like, hey, we gotta we gotta take a picture with this guy. A yeah. large person that is a minority gets. To, is that uh, what happened to you in Japan? Basically, like sometimes? a bear, like oh, a big yeah. bear walking around. <laughs> they think you're. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm just, I mean, you are, like I said, you're kind of like definitely like uh, well known, you, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, uh, do, you get, do you get stopped way more in Japan than, you know what I mean, than anywhere else, basically, to just take a picture with them? Definitely. Like, just like the looks of walking down the street, not even them taking pictures all the time, more just like looking and staring oh, as okay. we walk okay, by. Okay, okay. So, it, oh, yeah. There's... Did you try uh, any street food in Taiwan? Oh, yes. We went nice. to a night market. Mm-hmm. Apparently, not the most popular one because okay. they said it was too touristy and wouldn't go. Okay. Uh, so, the second most popular. And then we went to the original Din Tai Fung, which mm. is pretty cool. Do you know what Din Tai Fung is? No. It's very LA now. Uh, no, yeah. No, <laughs> I love it because, like, she's, I, she's, she's the no, man. She's very woke. That's all, that's all I'm saying. She, well, she I, should be. She's a young lady. <laughs> I mean, she grew up in LA. She, like, spent her hard years in New York and then roughing her up. And now she's traveling places. I could tell, like, we, we have a lot to talk about, basically. Dude, she's got a wide spectrum. Ding Tai Fung is these little, um, <clears throat> we call them soup dumplings. Okay. They, they make soup dumplings. They have one, uh, probably in Glendale, actually, at the Galleria. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the thing is, like, what they do, how they make it is. You know, normally you have like a dumpling, right? It's just like meat inside the dumpling, right? Right. But what they do is they take the broth, right? And then they put it inside the fridge and then it makes it jello, right? Okay, so they take that jello of the broth and they, they put it within the meat and then they steam the dumpling. So when you actually oh. bite into it, it's like soupy, it comes out, right? Oh my you know God. what I mean? Okay, so, now I'm getting hungry. I, I got to take you. When I know when we go to Shanghai, I'll definitely take you. I'll definitely take you, man. You'll, 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 you'll love it. Sorry, we're, we kind of. When are you guys going to Shanghai? Oh, well, actually, I'm taking Teach uh, and Flex um, to. Uh, we're having a trade show, basically. Um, it's the China's largest uh, coding show, right? So, uh, as an acrylic company, basically. Um, Computer coding. No, no, coatings, oh, like coatings, like gotcha. paints and inks and things. No, 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 no problem. I crochet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically, uh, yeah, at our, at our booth, we're ha- we have, uh, um, you know, artists basically doing kind of live painting. So Teach did a, um, some stencils last time at our booth, and then we're going to have... I was a- in Nuremberg, uh, Germany, in this massive um, convention center, and I was the only one that was spraying something. It had, you know, like a can. We didn't even know if they were going to let us spray. We are actually right next to the food area. <laughs> I'm surprised. Was, they yeah, no, that. I was waiting for any minute for them to come over and say something, but they never did. And so anytime I shook the can and sprayed or something like that, anyone that was walking by would stop in their tracks and look and be like, what the hell's going on here? So I, I was almost like a celebrity there because um, out of, I don't know, maybe about 100,000 people going through there, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Teach is just doing like these live. This is so. This is a trade show right here. It's, as you can see, it's this massive thing in Nuremberg. <clears throat> All the cool. paint manufacturers. So you know, we manufacture aerosol spray paint, right? And that's one of the mediums that Teach uses. So um, you know, they have all these different types of like paint companies, resin companies here. And then um, so also we had a, a Teach right there, as you can yeah. see. And then um, and then. Uh, yeah. No, you're showing them the video. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then so we all, what's cool, we, we do these acrylic embedments too. So you can see we put like art inside like a, a embedment. So there's Teach actually at the booth live doing like live stencils. And then um, uh, basically this is our booth at the uh, European Coding Show. So in a second it's going to show, um, so see the acrylic wow. embedments of different types of uh, well, things. Well, dude, she would qualify because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You say man. that your yarn's made out of acrylic, then yeah. you could be one of the artists at one of these trade shows <laughs> if you're up for so it. check this yeah. out. So we did have these really cool stencils, basically, right? And then teacher was just kind of like doing them live, like right there. And then uh, on the booth, too, right? So uh, well, the cool thing is, like, people were coming by and saying, like, hey, that's our... Uh, that's our spray paint you're using. And we're like, and then, and then teacher's like, yeah, that's, 
the resin you're using in your spray painting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for a while, I would, I would tell people that um, they would possibly be clients of theirs. They would be watching me, and I'm like, you know, what do you, which one of these stencils do you like? You know, like, oh, I love that one of the cats. So I'd, you know, do one with the cat and a couple of other things, and I'd be like, look, I'll tell you what, I'll give this to you, but you got to promise to, uh, you know, use these guys and um, possibly use them for business. And they're like, okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. So, no wonder they're having you come back. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, yeah, definitely. And also, it's cool because um, he debuted one of this, uh, this cool uh, 15 or actually. Oh, there it was the 18er. The 18er. I brought six, okay, so uh, six of these multi-can sprays. 18 cans at one time, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as you can see, like, um, we got to debut that too. So it's just kind of a cool thing, and like, uh, um, that's why we're going to Shanghai this uh, this year, basically, to uh, have it. It's definitely the world's largest coding show in Shanghai every single year. So we're gonna have a uh, flex the tape artist doing some pressure sensitive adhesive, right? That's the uh, technical application term, right, for tape, right? And then uh, aerosol spray application at the booth. So, and that's kind of like a, uh, the feeder for LA Street Art Gallery. LA Street Art Gallery normally is just a blog that we've, uh, um, I mean, cultivated for 10 years basically. So we have the relationship with all the different artists and things like that. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we just want to showcase street art as a uh, uh, viable you know, comparable to other fine arts, basically, too, right? We also want to give people a way to get to know who the artists are and get an idea of, of what they're like. That's why we don't like having a, a set outline or forum, you know, because then people will be prepared and come on with their answers and stuff, and then, you know. Then you and we like really to catch to people know. off guard, Tarantino style, you know. I'm just like, we're going to ask <laughs> random questions, and then. So, so let me ask you, um, uh, do you go out at night, or do you? I mean, just curious. Like, I'm just, like for for yarn oh, bombing. Oh, no, no. no. I thought you were just like, <laughs> do you go out and you get funky when you're drinking and partying? Yeah. No, no, um, I, no. I mean, like when you go out to do your to get up, basically. Um, I do everything during the day. Like, I'll wear like what I'm wearing now. I don't want to look like She's I'm wearing this up beautiful, no flowy, like uh, leopard red. <laughs> Awesome dress and yeah. high shoes because then high, I can be tired. So yeah, like, exactly. The worst is when I have a piece and I like can't tie the top. So definitely, the higher the shoes, the better. Um, <laughs> and if I can't ask permission, I always do because like with the yarn, you can cut it down and look, there's no harm. So I'd rather Smart. just ask and then be all right with it. But hey, if there's no one around, no, it's that's all good. that's really cool because you know what? I feel like the yarn bombing. Um, do they, I don't. Do, I don't even know if they like featured that on Exit Through the Gift Shop. Like when. No, when, no, they did not. Absolutely. You, you know, not. What I mean, like things like yarn and tape, and just to me, it's like this is fucking interesting because this is the next generation of like, yeah, really, really interesting stuff, man. You it's it's hard mean? to find things that haven't been done before, and this is like one of the few things that is, you know, at that beginning point. Um, so if if someone wanted to commission you to do that, like, uh, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, through my website, I've been doing, like, I mean, when I started out, I was just doing it for fun, like, working at the Apple Store full-time, and then slowly over time, like, different brands or companies or commissioned art comes through my website, like, very organically, so. What is your website? You, you used to work at the uh, Apple Store? Oh, yeah. Were you one of those people, you were wearing, like, the blue t-shirt? Oh, yeah, I'd fix yeah. phones, sell and then, computers, <laughs> and one night, wow. a lady came in with, like, a really cool crocheted bag, and I was like... I could make more than scarves, and that kind of is what ah, started it all. The inspiration. So. Her name's Oleg. She's like a crazy yarn artist. She's one of the pioneers, <laughs> but she says she doesn't yarn bomb. She, she's like more fine gallery. Okay, oh, I have to ask you if you... Okay, and, more refined. And I have to ask you, and we're, you know, I'm just, I don't mean to bring up other artists, but oh, you know, there's not so many... Um, well, hold on a second. Wait, what is your website? Oh, LondonK.com. <laughs> K is spelled K-A-Y-E. Okay, so it's London, L-O-N-D-O-N, and then K-A-Y-E. Mm -hmm. com. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, um, so no, I'm just curious, and maybe I'm not understanding fully the medium. That's why I wanted to ask you, you know. And um, so I see this, uh, and, you know, shout out to Clearly Crocheted, okay. I, I was following her for a little bit. And I think she actually makes um, uh, dread. She's a dread uh, hair person, but she also makes, like, crochet stuff. You, you know what I mean? I mean? Is it similar? But see, she'll just, like fill up cracks with definitely the same I've I've not seen this but I'm just curious I, I don't understand it that's what that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying like what Let is it yeah, I think like look. yarn bombing is yeah. when you put yarn in a public place like okay. outside in a public forum mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and 
generally like do it in an unconventional way. So sure. you're not making scarves or hats or sweaters. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You're making like more freeform, maybe not using patterns, coming up with Yeah, that was, that, uh, freeform is more what I would describe this to be, just small little freeform things like they took some yarn and crammed it in something and... Yeah, no, I'm just, because like sometimes uh, on this particular one, like sometimes it creates like a really interesting like textures, you, you, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. like I said, I think it, it, like it's still a new medium to me, so I'm still understanding and like how to observe it as well too. Um, but that's so cool. Um, it seems like it comes from a different place than like the tagger graffiti guy that's like, oh, I gotta. Oh yeah, dude, I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just seems like it comes completely from a, different culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? But I. Under You're not going to be marking any uh, gang territory with yarn. Yeah, and you know, it, it seems like. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what they would be thinking, like if they saw some gang letters, like some big MTA letters crocheted and stuck up there. It would be like, dude, what the fuck? You know what, though? No, dude, like, take a picture of that. Oh, we got to take that back and show it to you. Uh, yeah, no, seriously, because I, I bet you, like, all those graffiti artists would really appreciate, like, what you're doing. You, you know what I mean? Because it's, like, such a renegade thing that it's still outside, man. I mean, do you get, like, compliments or from graffiti artists and street artists or, like, it's a yeah. separate community normally? Like, Definitely, like, yes. Absolutely, like. Well, dude, she's pretty. She's gonna accepted. get all kinds of compliments from graffiti artists. Are she kidding me? Thank you. <laughs> Before but, they see you. My uh, work of... has been tagged though on multiple occasions mm, okay. with like paint and whatnot. Interesting. Um, but again, like it's just part of like the job. The I don't it's mind. I think it yeah. makes it cooler sometimes. That's good. That's good to have that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think slowly maybe it's getting more and more accepted. But it is different. Um, it also has that like touch of nostalgic, like nostalgia when people see it too. Everybody has that connection to their grandparents or some a blanket that's been passed down from generation to generation. So the feeling you get when you see it is also very different than uh, traditional street art or graffiti, just because of that. It's also eye catching. Like I was saying, just the the colors of the yarn are, are uh, you know, it's almost that level of of, of pastel. You know, pastel yeah. is supposed to be the most vivid. Uh, medium out there, but I don't know if they were considering yarn in <laughs> on that. Uh, so, do you crochet? I mean, like, um, I've seen like uh, just you have so many projects here, man. I mean, she's worked with like TBS, Chex Mix. I've just, oh, no, yeah, no, I doing mean, all like, kinds of different it's uh, so cool, images man. and everything. That's why I was saying when you first said the you know, I, I found this yarn bomber, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, we can probably get an hour out of that you know let's figure something <laughs> out but you know then i started looking at her work and i was just like oh dude this yeah this is worlds of, of you know, well so she has a book things. too so let's let's talk about your book for a second yeah. you know what i mean um it's uh coming out tomorrow you said right coming out tomorrow it's called crochet with london k and uh it was super fun to like the process i didn't know what it was especially because writing and oh English. dude those shoes are so cool <laughs> yeah those chucks man wow um yeah my friend like was like come to the sneaker convention with me years ago and i was like i'll only go if i can crochet my shoes <laughs> and they're like please <laughs> yeah so, of course they're like excuse me what <laughs> please yeah. so years later in the book one of the patterns is how to like crochet sneakers and it's a nice mix of like crochet patterns but also like images of all my past work and i got to write kind of about each piece and going into it I didn't think it would be so like it was so wonderful to go through all like the thoughts and feelings of making each of these because they are so different and they were at different times in my life and what was going on and how it affected what I created was a really cool experience just to have for myself very therapeutic yeah, and didn't so when, think it you know, would be. teach cuts of stencil sometimes. Wait, it's wait, like, hold on a second. So, how would what's the the best way for someone to get this book where you're going to see the most profit from it? Oh gosh, you know, because I'm sure there's certain <laughs> distributors you'll see like twenty three cents or something like that. Um, do you have a, a you know like a stash of them or we're going to pick up best? a few copies just to give away on the show too, Sweet. just letting you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, my box hasn't arrived, so you can't get them on my website yet, but that yeah. will be the best place. Um, okay. But right now, Amazon or Barnes & Noble, I'd okay. say. Okay. Amazon Prime all the way. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, but you know, yeah. still, you, you really Thank want to you. help the artists the most. You know, some people don't realize that. Right. You get it directly from them. Um, because a lot of times these distributors, you know, thank you. Appreciated getting it out there and everything, but they take such a huge <laughs> chunk 
Um, so again, you just get on to uh, LondonK.com, yeah. and that's where you can get her book. My Instagram too, at Made by London. I put everything on there, as okay. we, we all do these days. But yeah, you can find everything through that. That's awesome. Now you know. Do you? You said that sometimes you're going through like something, and then you end up like making that piece. You know what I mean? Like I was saying that Teach sometimes cuts stencils as a memorials to somebody who died or something like that, or like current events. He'll like, you know. You know, do some Trump piece that you know. That'll piss Sometimes they get a little political. I try to have a balance. That'll piss, know, right? that'll piss Don't want to do too much political stuff, you know, because you know what? Here's the thing. Especially, God, there's, there's so much crap that's that is going on that you can't even keep up with it, you know. So I, you know, I try to do something every once in a while, but then I got to balance it out with some kind of something peaceful. I'm trying to focus more on animals these days. You know, I think anyone realizes the older you get, the more you like animals and the less you like people. Um, but uh, <laughs> but what yeah. I was saying is that, you know, um, it's just so crazy because it's just like, I mean, they appear overnight, like some of these things. like, And then all of a sudden, it's like he's he can't sleep and he's he's cut the next, like, <laughs> well, <it's therapeutic. laughs> life-size stencil, you know what I mean? So I'm just curious, like, um, is there, like, a piece that you think back or, like, okay, like, I went through this and this is why I made that? Well... The, with the book, like, I didn't really expect that so many would have so much meaning, Mm. but I mean, some are so like surface level, like Game of Thrones premiere. Oh, there Um, you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then others, it's like a mermaid with a sign saying I exist is like, I was going through, like, I was living in a basement, like, it was my birthday, my power was out, and like, I didn't know what I was doing in life, and you know, it's like a mermaid with a sign somehow is what, like... Came Get some me. kind of recognition. Yeah. Acknowledge me, damn it. Right, right. So. Where, where did you, when you went to NYU, um, just for all the New York people, because there's this New York people listening, like, what neighborhood did you live in? Like, uh, you know, what were you like New York City proper? Or like, what was your, you know, living condition? Like, you have a closet, basically, this living space. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, in college, I lived, everyone lives in the dorms, usually at yeah. NYU, because, okay. like, housing's so expensive. Is so it nice, the dorms? Is curious. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, okay. my gosh. My sophomore dorm will be, like, the nicest place I ever <laughs> live. It was, like, a penthouse, floor-to-ceiling windows, stainless nice. steel what? appliances. How first, did that happen? It was the first year the building was open, and, like, we just got lucky, so. There you go. Um, Timing. Yeah, exactly. See, I went to the, I went to UC Santa Barbara, right? And then that's, like, you know, pretty... It's like our kind of like Ivy League of the West Coast, but you know, the East Coast has so many like old historic uh, universities, man. So I'm just saying, did you like, you obviously liked New York enough to stay out there for quite a while, right? Definitely. Living in New York, like, or for college at least, it was like you live in New York City and happen to go to school. So it was like <laughs> New York City was your campus. Sure. Like, the bars don't card. Like, you're just living in New York. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after school, I, I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in okay. uh, Bed-Stuy for years, Bushwick for years. Now, Bushwick, um, there's a big street art community now, right now, right? Oh, yeah. I it's was in, huge. like, the heart of it. And that's, like, my favorite place to put up work is in my neighborhood anyways because you can, mm. like, check on it, see what exactly. people are doing with it, um, keep eyes, fix it like, if need be. I feel like, though, um, people have told me that the East Coast uh, – street art scene is a lot of murals though right and you know um like i said that's like but again we're we're talking to a yarn bomb artist right here i'm just saying like is there like little pockets or uh you know i, I didn't see as many paste up last time i went up there and you know of course graffiti is still a thing in new york right but i'm just saying would you say that it's bigger in new york the scene or would you say that la is bigger the, the scene for street art I just think because everything like you see so much in New York, you're walking around, you're like concentration. It's so much smaller surface area yeah. to cover. Like I gotta say, there's more in New York just because really? of like I'm not in my car that all the time. That makes sense. You know, if you're sure. walking, it's definitely gonna be a lot. Uh, you're gonna be able to see a lot more in a lot smaller area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I say that, but I haven't been there in a long fucking time. But it makes sense. I you mean, know what do, I mean? take a train or whatever. Here in LA, <laughs> you better have a car. Yeah, I mean, seriously. if you're gonna go check out some graffiti in different parts of the city, you either better have a car, or you better have all day long or a few days to to be able take to have bus. time to take the <laughs> bus and trains to reach everywhere. Or if you live right on Melrose, there's a lot there. Right? Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot there, but you know, there's also a ton everywhere else. No, you're right. It's I mean, a big town, and there's lots of nooks and crannies. There's lots of alleys where you go down. And, you know, you got, like, the OTR crew 
Um, you got all these different crews that uh, fill up these alleys. Um, you got like Smile South Central. Um, That's true. Yeah. Uh, you got the Gabba Gallery that uh, also runs these projects where they're beautifying the certain neighborhoods or just doing you know little back alleys, you know, just coloring them up and everything. So, you know, there's a combination of that as well. So I would say that that there's there's more here just because it's a larger area. But if you're going to cover it and look at it. Uh, no question, New York is going to be a lot easier to, to get to it and check it all out. Sure, sure, definitely. Now, um, you got back from traveling, but are you residing in L.A. now, or are you residing in... Okay. I live here. Um, I moved back about two years ago, so... Okay, okay. People make you choose L.A. or New York, huh, do they? <laughs> I'm just saying, they're like, are you a New York person or are you an L.A. person? I'm, I, right? I, I feel like, you know, so where are your loyalties? Because I feel like... <laughs> Well, my family's here, so I definitely, like, here. Where's has... your heart? I'm just curious, because living in there for that long, I mean, honestly, like, it's, like, really cool. Not a lot of L.A. people get that experience, man. I mean... I'm definitely a good mix of, okay. like, go, go, go New York City, and then I'm still, like, super laid back and chill California. Yeah. Um, but I go back and forth all the time, like, between New York oh, and L.A. I was just going to ask you, now that you're here... You know, you're probably going to stay here for a while, maybe. I mean, I'm going to New York in a week, so. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> well, do you stay in Brooklyn when you uh, uh, go to New York usually, or do you stay in, like, Manhattan area? I usually stay in Manhattan okay. now just because okay. of nice. efficiency. Yeah, no, I feel you. You know yeah. what? My, um, I've been, I, whenever I go to New York, though, I love to stay in, like, uh, East Village area. It's just so peaceful compared to, like, uh, I don't know, sometimes the downtown area is like, Jesus Christ, like, there's always... I don't know. It's just too many people, man. You know, like I have traffic phobia from LA. You know, so just being around that many people, just walking too, gives me like. Anxiety. You know what? For some reason, it it doesn't bother me as much being in New York, um, and all the, the the buildings being stacked up and everything. Yeah. Um, but there's only so long I can take it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, and then being in a car and being in New York, that drives me crazy. I got to be out walking around or on a on a train or something. Oh like yeah, that. totally, man. I mean, it's just it's so inefficient <laughs> to be in a car in New York. It's ridiculous. You but know I do I mean? miss it. It's been a long time since I've been there, and I would, I would love to go back for a little visit, put some work up, say hi to some people. You know, we, we definitely need to take a. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Up Magazine, basically, too, because we're gonna. Uh, yeah, TK. What yeah. Shout out. Yeah, we're going to be giving them, uh, we're going to be sponsoring one of their issues, actually. L.A. Shore Gallery is going to be sponsoring one of the issues. So Good, um, it, it's really cool that. Uh, this you is know, one of the few publications that is actually getting started in a time where all the actual hard copy, you know, uh, magazines are, are stopping. They're just everything's online, you know. But, um, you know, when you're, when you're looking at artwork, it's, it's just so nice to be able to have a hard copy of it, you know, especially if it's a good quality. Uh, magazine and, and also some really good writing too. The thing is, like street art magazines usually are heavy in just like images, you know what I mean. But he, uh, one thing that TK wrote, or somebody in, I think it's TK wrote inside there, is that um, he kind of like valued art, how he valued artwork, basically. You know, he said um, one of the things that he want, uh, like he uh, sets the value at, is how hard it is to duplicate, basically. Oh yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. Because there's a lot of cool, there's a lot of art, you know what I mean? That's like even if it's hard, it's just kind of generic because everybody's painting fucking Monopoly Man or something. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Or something like that. You know what I mean? But I got to say, man, like, I don't... What was it that Lydia Emily said? Uh, tits and guns and flowers? Tits and guns and flowers were selling <laughs> will sell, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's just so cool because, like, uh, uh, you know, they actually have really, really good uh, uh, writing inside that magazine as well, too. So, I mean, on top of the great uh, artist coverage they have and... You know, now we are working so closely with them, L.A. Shore Gallery and Up Magazine. Now we have a bi-coastal thing, so it's really like a good little network, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to keep uh, keep supporting it and try to keep it going as long as we can. Yeah, definitely. I mean, do you... You were interviewed by uh, magazines, a few street art magazines, Sold Magazine or something like oh, that, yeah. too, right? I, I saw that, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, does that touch your heart or something? Yeah, it does. Because the guys that we do started research it, on our guys, you know? <laughs> the guys that started it, they were like coming up in Brooklyn at the same time as yeah. I was like starting out. So okay. it's just cool to see that, like, well, I don't know. They're, I know they're still doing it, and you guys have heard of it, and that just makes me happy. We would love to have them on the, you know, I mean, they're just they're so the, great. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing <laughs> because like we want to have a lot of people like you that have that bi-coastal relationship thing, you, you know what I mean? Just We just want to thank you so much for coming on because, like, you know, we've never met before, but, you know, just through your, just looking at your artwork, I knew you are a really pleasant 
like heavy person. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely, like, dude. Like right? I said, as soon as I actually looked at the artwork after I thought it was just yarn bombing and, and, and saw the <laughs> the vast complexity and all the different pieces and everything, man, I was like, wow, I'm I'm looking forward to this. This is gonna oh, be definitely. cool. You know, you, you seem like a pretty happy person. You don't get depressed. You know? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, I don't know. Maybe that's not true. I'm just saying, is, is it? Like, I'm just saying, you seem yeah, you so... You know what? Sometimes the, the happiest people like that are, are sometimes that they deal with the hardest stuff sometimes. So you can, you <laughs> I don't can know never about that. know. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. She has this like... Okay, nope. She's fine. She's like all good. <laughs> Were you cheerleader? Nothing but flowers. No, <laughs> no I'm just um, kidding. I'm kidding. But the I'm crocheting, it lets you... It's super calming and like lets you process thoughts one at a time and like... Just I like crochet it. so much. I really think that does help me just with like She's having a smoking. positive outlook. It's and like <laughs> meditating, right? Yeah, kind of. Like when things are going on, like if I crochet, it definitely helps. Like, do you so. freestyle crochet sometimes? Like you don't know what you're gonna do and every time practically. Well, oh wow! Not every time, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have commissions that you need to do stuff, right? So obviously you have the idea in your head, but I can kind of relate because when I'm cutting a stencil, it's it's that same feeling, you know. Yeah, it's a very it's like very good idea. therapeutic thing. Interesting. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, uh, uh, are you taking commissions right now just, just for the audience and anybody's, like, listening, like, normally? Or do you have, like, a time schedule of, like, I mean, like, uh, for your book, basically? Yeah, I, I think I work differently sometimes than other artists in the sense that a lot of my jobs do come from more, like, the corporate world, which mm-hmm. I know is, like, Well, it's weird. very family-friendly. <laughs> no, no, it's very family-friendly um, compared to, like... But tagging in vandalism. <laughs> you know? Well, she had a Kelly Clarkson. She did the Kelly Clarkson show, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to pull that up right now. But, um, you know, Kelly Clarkson, American Idol, right? Dude, right? of course yeah. I Okay, uh-huh. okay just, yes. making sure, just making sure to teach. I know. Original, man. <laughs> and, like, the show, so I crocheted the whole entire room. It's like a 10-foot, 10-foot by 10-foot <laughs> step and repeat, but then the, all the other walls are crocheted, too, and I had, like, a week to do it. This so, is so crazy. I, oh, my God. I have, like, girls that help me, and, like... Whoa! But to pull something like that off, it's, like... So what's sometimes her show? I don't I mean, have time for... She has, like, a... Uh, it's like a talk show, daytime talk show. Okay, okay. Okay, wait a second. Yeah, it's brand new. Like, I did this right before I went to Asia. Like, was finishing it the day before. You had help crocheting, though, right? Yeah. So yeah. For, okay, God almighty. So you have assistance and stuff like that. I do, cool, I do. Cool, cool, No, it's just so cool because, like... arthritis after that one job. <laughs> Good grief. Crocheting's supposed to offset arthritis, so... Wow. I, was, I was actually right. just going to ask about uh, that. Teaches uh, a lot of times from cutting stencils. He oh, like uh, man, my hands are yeah. I, and then Flex I too, the tape a, guy. He was saying that because he uses a, a cutter too when he does that. No, I'm just saying we're going to have a whole bunch of street artists convert to yarn bombers because of <laughs> arthritis, man. I'll teach you. <laughs> there you go. You hey. the book. Well, she's having a workshop tomorrow too, right? I am. Yeah, at there the you Grove, go. At the, uh, oh, Barnes and Noble. We're going to try to get this episode tonight up tonight just so some people oh, can yeah, can. Uh, but yeah, tell us a little bit about what time, you know, space and everything like that. 7 p.m. It's free. Um, I don't know if you guys like flower crowns, but... <laughs> That's what <laughs> we're making. Crown? One Explain. of the patterns in the book is how to crochet flowers. <laughs> so we're going to be using crocheted flowers, live flowers, putting them together. How and cool making is that? some beautiful... Beautiful headdresses, so. And it's at the Barnes and Noble Grove, right? Yeah. Okay, so and that's tomorrow that's at so seven cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, one one more thing tonight. Um, since we're pulling up about an hour soon, um, that was fast. I know it's, it's fast <laughs> when we're talking to pretty girls. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, like seriously. Yeah, we can always think about the things to talk about. Can't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, but tonight um, we have a, a the above ground thing that Teach is going to be. Um, performing it actually some live performing I'm just painting something I'm not dancing or anything it's okay, a okay. Performance you're, you're right you're right you're right <laughs> yeah I'll be acting like it takes longer than it does <laughs> so so what are you doing tonight well, what, what's above ground about though I mean what is it about just for the audience um, above ground is an event that's going to be at the Fonda Theater tonight uh, doors open at seven o'clock performance starts at eight o'clock they're going to be doing um, Dave Navarro has gotten together some of his friends like Billy Idol, um, Billy Morrison, um, Juliet Lewis, uh, and they're going to be performing um, songs from a couple of albums. Um, and there's going to be just amazing uh, music going on. And so at the beginning, we're going to be out front probably about 6.30. And I'm going to be working on a piece that I started. It just has like a... Caution, do not, in, or caution, slow down. And I 
did a stencil of a cheetah that I'm going to be putting on there. I'm going to get nice. all the other artists to, to tag it as well. Try to get Dave Navarro, maybe Billy Idol to sign it. And then it's uh, Meg Zaney and um, Plastic Jesus, Plastic Jesus and, Vile, and Vile right? are going to be out there as well. And so we're going to finish our pieces by like, you know, seven, a little after seven and then take Linda, it in. We got an extra ticket just letting you know if, if you if you want to take it. I'm just, I'm just no, no pressure on the spot on live air. But I'm just letting you know somebody. The other founder of L.A. Shirt Gallery, he had to be in New York, actually. So, he uh, you know, he didn't have any he couldn't make it tonight. So I do have an extra ticket and I'll just send oh my you. Gosh, if you can make it. Yeah. He's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, so the anyway, the pieces dropping. we're going to do are going to be auctioned off uh, during the show, and it all benefits uh, mental health organizations. So uh, it's going to be a great little event. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, I'm, it's going to be some nice performances, too. They're performing, uh, I think, some David Bowie and also the Stooges, right? You know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's going to be sick. I mean, there's a lot of celebrities that are going to be there tonight, too. Juliette Lewis is going to be there, I think, too. She's going to be performing. Oh, really? She's yeah. going to be singing or something? Dude, like she that? rocks. You ever hear her? No, man. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's gorgeous, man. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> now, her and uh, I think uh, her her guy uh, Brad, um, God, I can't remember his last name. He's an amazing drummer, um, but uh, yeah, he's gonna be performing there as well, man. We've got a lot of amazing musicians, dude. It's it's uh, it's not to be missed. I, don't, I think that still may be tickets available, but by the time they hear this, it probably won't be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So. Um, you know what? That's that's tonight, right? It's at the Fonda Theater, right? Yep. Okay. Awesome. Well, you know, that's pretty much an hour, man. We just wanted to invite you on the show, really, just to promote your book and just like... Again, let's have the website, please. LondonK.com. There you go. K-A-Y-E, right? Yep. There you go. You got to see this book also. And like I said, the best way to, uh, to get this book is to reach directly to the artists. You're going to help benefit them the most. Yeah, um, go to our workshop tomorrow. It's at the Grove at 7 p.m. Yep. And uh, I guess for now, if you would, please leave us a review. And thanks for listening. Uh, Tell your friends. And follow us at PTTP Show. And uh, um, if you're a street artist and want to come on, just hit us up. And then uh, we'd love to have you on. All right. So uh, thank you very much, guys. We appreciate you guys. And uh, love you guys. Take care. Thanks, London. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Peace.